Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Today is another episode of Freestyle Friday where it is just me, you, and the mic. Today is going to be a little bit different of an episode because I got some news a little while ago now, a few weeks ago, that my high school basketball coach, Donnell Brandon, passed away. And it was at an alarmingly young age. He has, all of his kids are younger than I am. His oldest was, I think, in eighth grade when I was a senior in high school, and uh, I'm not saying all of this to put a damper on your day or anything like that. Obviously, you come here for encouraging words and lessons and things like that. So I really wanted to do this episode just to kind of share with you guys three lessons that I learned from Coach in the time that I played for him, which was really from basically eighth grade all the way through my senior year. I played a little bit of varsity I was like a sub for varsity because they brought up some JV players at a tournament in eighth grade. So that was really when it started. And, and then I played in JV and varsity basketball in ninth grade. And that was the first year that he was like my real coach. And he was my coach all the way through my senior year. And I, I learned a lot from obviously directly from him about the game of basketball, but also indirectly from him about life, just different life lessons and things. And obviously when you are 13, 14, 15 years old, you don't really think about those things at the time. But looking back, I can see so many different lessons that we can pull from, from coach's life. And so I kind of wanted to do this episode just as a way to honor him and his legacy and what he did for that basketball team at the high school 
school that I went to. So really quickly, for those of you who have not registered for BYN Live yet, this is coming up. It's right around the corner, guys, and I promise you, uh, you will not regret getting a ticket. It's 99 bucks, okay? It's 99 bucks. I feel like I, I can't even sell it even more because <laughs> anymore because there's just so many benefits, for, and it's just 99 bucks. It's so cheap for two full days of networking, learning from some of the world's best and world-class speakers. So I would love to see you guys out here in Vegas, November 9th and 10th. VIP is already sold out, but there are plenty of general admission left at the moment of this recording, but this is going to be a couple weeks after, so they'll probably be pretty close to sold out by the time this episode releases. So make sure you go to buildyournetworklive.com as soon as you possibly can and grab yourself a couple tickets for the event. Okay, so I want to do three lessons, three lessons that I learned from Coach Brandon. And like I said, if this isn't your cup of tea, there's plenty of other episodes you can go listen to, but there are some really important life lessons that I took away from observing Coach in his life. So I want to share that with everybody here. So number one, and probably the most important lesson that I learned was family is everything. Coach had uh, has two sons, Michael and Tim, and then he has a daughter, Kayla, as well. And um, it was just amazing to me to see him always interacting with his kids and see them always around us at basketball practice. And he, like I said, when I was in ninth, 10th grade, when I first started playing for him, his oldest was probably sixth or seventh grade, maybe fourth or fifth grade at the time. And so they were always around, always at basketball practice with us. And one thing that I always took away from that, because uh, I'll be completely honest here, Tim, if you're listening to this, please don't take any offense. But but I remember being like a senior in high school and coach would bring his son, Tim, who was seventh or eighth grade at the time. And he would have him practice with us and he would always put him on the floor and we would scrimmage and stuff. And you felt like you couldn't guard him as much because there's a really big gap there between being 12 or 13 into being 16 or 17, the really big gap, a lot of growth, obviously physical growth that happens. And so we, we kind of felt like we had to take it light on him, but then coach would always be like, but he's crushing you guys and stuff. And so it was just always this balance of like, do I guard him completely? or do I let him shoot? I don't know what to do here. But it was just always uh, looking back now, especially now that I have my own son, it was just blatantly obvious how much coach believed in his kids and loved his kids and would do anything for them. And it was evidenced by the way that he worked and, and by the things that he did in his life. And that's probably one of the most important lessons that I took away from him is no matter what happened in his life and no matter the circumstances, the situations, his family was always number one. He loved his wife and he loved his kids. And that was got to be the biggest lesson that I took away from him. What's up, everybody? Just want to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite new podcasting app, Himalaya. If you are not listening to podcasts on this app, you are definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play store, download Himalaya today, and then thank me later. Number two is consistency leads to success. And number two and number three are kind of are going to kind of overlap a little bit, but I want to just kind of chat about what I mean by this. So when you're in high school, junior high, and you're not pursuing like a professional basketball career, I basically just played all the time because I loved it. I loved the sport. I enjoyed it. And I played all the time, constantly practiced. I was in the gym all the time. 
but never quite as much as Coach Brandon was with his sons getting shots in. Man, I just remember, I remember coming in during winter break, which during school is obviously like one of the greatest times of the year because you don't have to go to school and you don't have your your regular regimen of, you know, school and practice and homework and school and practice and homework and school and practice and homework and on extracurriculars and all the other things that you have going on. It's just time to relax for a little bit. And I remember coming to the gym a few times during that time and Coach Brandon would always be there with his sons and they would always be getting shots in, always be getting in reps, always be putting in the work. And I remember, I remember looking at that at the time and thinking in my head at the time, like, man, isn't this a bit overkill? Like, come on, coach, take a couple of days off. And looking back, there's nothing that I respect more in somebody than the pursuit of excellence and greatness. And for somebody to always be doing what they are supposed to be doing, regardless of whether or not they feel like they should be, because it probably wasn't easy for them to get up. They lived on uh, the school church and everything that we went to was on the far east side of town. They lived on the far west side of town. So I had to drive, you know, a solid 20 to 30 minutes just to get there and then work out, take some shots, like, and constantly be shooting, running drills, practicing, even during all the times when they didn't feel like it. And I bet, I mean, the kids didn't feel like it, I'm sure. But for Coach Brandon, he worked a full-time job, obviously, providing for his family, working for Sparklets. And he was a hard worker and uh, he always did his job. But then afterwards, he would be in the gym with his boys, putting in the work. And there's not much more that I respect than that because he could have had all the excuses in the world. And now, being a full-grown adult and being working and in the job space, I know how difficult it is to be done with a day of work and then go to the gym. And it's not easy. And I can really relate with that now. And I just give so much props to coach for always, always showing up. And he even would get in fights with uh, college kids. So the campus that we went to, for those of you who don't know, I, I graduated kindergarten, eighth grade, high school and college on the same exact campus. And there was one gym on the campus at the time. And that gym was split up between all of the things going on between JV practice, varsity practice, girls basketball practice, college basketball practice, everybody split the gym. So when coach Brandon would roll in and uh, there would be college students there on winter break playing full court scrimmages and stuff. And coach Brandon would come in with this bag of like seven or eight basketballs and then kick the college kids off a of half the court and own that half of the court with his sons. And I remember so many college kids getting so upset about that. And uh, I would just laugh because I was like, there's nothing you can say to coach Brandon to keep him off the court with his kid. And also like he's been here for like 20 years and you guys just rolled in last summer. So maybe simmer down a second and let the guy play some basketball in the gym that he's spent more time in than you've even spent in this campus. So there was just so, so many memories like that. And then number three, number three thing that I took away from, from coach. And like I said, this is probably going to overlap a little bit with number two, but no excuses. There was never any excuses. There was no exceptions with Coach Brandon. And there, there are some kids that thought they could get away with a bunch of things just because their parents were certain people in certain places in the in the school and the uh, the church and that whole ministry campus. And Coach Brandon was one of the only people that just did not care, regardless of who you were, regardless of who your dad and mom were. You needed to show up and put in the work. And if you did not show up and put in the work, then you needed to accept the consequences, which would be not playing because you didn't show up and put in the work. So there would be some kids who would miss three or four practices in a row. And especially during like spring break or winter break, when you're technically quote unquote, not supposed to be practicing, coach didn't care. We still had practice. So when they would go on vacation and take their kids with them and they couldn't show up for basketball practice, coach would just be like, well, you're benched for the next game. And it didn't matter whose parents it was. And, and to me, that was, that was so refreshing as a kid who didn't 
have, I wouldn't say important parents, but uh, important in the context of that particular ministry, it was always refreshing to me to be like, yeah, see, like you can't just get away with it because your dad is so-and-so, your mom is so-and-so. You got to show up and you got to put in the work and you got to remain consistent with no excuses, no exceptions, 100% of the time. And that was just the type of guy that coach was. And uh, it's funny because in high school, you could talk to a lot of guys that were on the team and it was me and one or two other guys that were constantly a part of like the team captains and and kind of running the team and stuff. And a lot of people will tell you that coach Brandon and I butted heads on quite a few things. And that's not his fault. It's probably my fault because I was a punk teenager and I was never like a rebellious kid, but I was always, uh, honestly, I was, I was a good kid. I did the things that I was supposed to do, but when things didn't make sense to me with authority figures, I had a way of uh, getting under their skin through sarcasm and being annoying that probably not a lot of kids had that ability, which now obviously translated into becoming an entrepreneur because I could never stand working for anybody and them telling me what to do and things like that. So I've, I've definitely played to my strengths, but at the time, I'm sure coach did not look at that as a strength and probably looked at it as a weakness. And uh, there were a few times where we butted heads and uh, he would just straight up call me out. We were sitting in the locker room one time, it was halftime and, and we were losing to this team by maybe like 10, 12 points or something. And he was given his normal like halftime pump up speech. And uh, this particular game was was pretty demoralizing. And at halftime, I remember he, him and our assistant coach basically were there. They were talking to us and he could tell that I had like a sarcastic look on my face. Like the just, I, I guess, just the way that I was looking at him, apparently he was just like, this dude's about to say something sarcastic. So he, he, he squelched, he, he stomped out the fire before he could even burn because he looked straight at me and pointed at me. And he goes, and I know that you're about to say something sarcastic as soon as we leave, but knock that off and then and then they left and I was like whoa I wasn't even about to say anything and that's probably what I told my friends but I probably really was about to say something and uh, he, he was just that kind of a guy he was just a no-nonsense kind of a guy and he would call you out on your garbage that you had around your life and things and and that man there's just so many lessons that I took away and so much about the game of basketball that I learned from him but primarily it's just a lot of different life lessons that I took away from being around him from observing him and from being under his influence and authority for four or five years of some of my most formative years in life so This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane so they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day which is why indeed's matching engine 
is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at Indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah, this is this episode is just goes out to Coach and to the Brandon family. Love you guys. And I hope that you can find some healing during this time and know that everything's going to work out in the end. So this is it. I got to sign off before I get all choked up and things. So I keep using filler words and saying, uh, so I can prolong my feelings. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that's it for today's show. Um, thanks for tuning into this one. This one's a, a episode near and dear to my heart. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thanks so much. And uh, hope to see you guys out here in Las Vegas, November 9th and 10th. Build yournetworklive.com. I'll see you out here. Catch you next time. Peace. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As most of you know, I talk a lot about giving value to others. This podcast is one of the ways that I do that since all the content from the show is totally 100% for free. And when people ask me how they can add value to me, one of the ways I tell them is to head over to iTunes, hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and review. This not only gives me valuable feedback on what you think about the show, but it also helps me with Apple's algorithm. So please, 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 if you have not done that yet, head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review for the show. It adds tremendous value and it only takes a minute or two of your time. Also, if you have not yet registered for my live event out here at Top Golf behind MGM in Las Vegas this coming November, then you're going to want to head to buildyournetworklive.com to do that right away. Seating is extremely limited, so you need to act fast on this. Head to buildyournetworklive.com to grab your ticket today. Trust me, you are going to want to be a part of this inaugural live event so that in 10 years from now, you can brag about being one of the founding members. Plus, you know me, I promise I will over-deliver on value and make it worth way more than you are going to invest to get here. So have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.